Hello, welcome to Founder on Founder podcast, third episode powered by Phoebe Venture. Phoebe being the acronym of For Entrepreneur by Entrepreneur, 25 million US venture capital firm, early stage technology, Vietnam and Southeast Asia. And Phoebe invested so far in 11 startups in the region, one of them being Tindle by NextGen, a fantastic plant-based meat brand represented today by one of the co-founders, Andre Menezes. Andre, welcome to Phoebe Founder on Founder podcast. Good morning, Olivier. Happy to be here and have a chat with you. So, Andre, it uh, would be great if you could say a few words about yourself and your background and obviously about uh, Tindall uh, by NextGen. Absolutely. Happy to. Uh, so, basically, about myself, um, I'm an engineer originally from Brazil. Through my life, I have had entrepreneurial experiences. For example, I started up a business that today is run by by my father and two of his brothers. Since all the time I had that entrepreneurial um, kind of vein and willingness to build, as a, you know, meaningful companies. So that role, I would say, was probably my first really starting up a company, setting up to, to speed. Despite the fact that I was studying engineering, I was always more passionate about doing business. So from there, I went to um, Germany. I worked for Siemens in Germany, a large, huge corporation in the energy sector. Um, it was an amazing experience, and I learned basically two things. One is that I wanted to really progress for their international career. And the other one is that corporations, they may be great for, for many aspects, but I am not the right profile for corporations simply because I'm too entrepreneurial. And corporations, they have to operate within their own uh, standards and you know metrics and and that's not usually my preferred way of working so fast forward to 2013 uh, i joined an investment fund private and public equity and one of the companies in that fund was brf the largest poultry exporter in the world because of the fund i joined uh, that company although it was a corporation it was highly entrepreneurial all the way that's something I really enjoyed about the, the experience I had with BRF, which was going through a transformation. Many things worked, many things didn't. But the bottom line is that I have been very fortunate to learn a lot about the meat industry, about business, about all the things uh, corporation stands for. What's good, what's not, what works, what doesn't, what works at scale, what only works for startup, where you need to be nimble, where you need to be structured. And with part of that journey connected to my previous ambition of having an international career, I had opportunity to come to a joint venture that BRF signed with SATS here in Singapore. And that joint venture is the largest food distribution company uh, in Singapore, about 200 million um, revenue dollars, Singapore dollars. Uh, yeah, within that journey, I mean, I came as a consultant. In the end, became the, the CEO, retired. I became the CEO of that company, the distributing largest food distribution company in Singapore. Acquired a very extensive experience on the downstream portion as well. And one of the things that, really, you know, made me even be where I am today is that I started working on plant-based foods and namely Impossible Foods, especially Impossible Foods, bringing it to Singapore. So that's a bit of background before I joined NextGen and how I got connected with plant-based space as well as entrepreneurial and international career perspectives. Great. Yeah. Congrats for your background. So could you introduce to our audience uh, what is Tindall, what is the, the company purpose and what's your ambition? Sure. So um, in the company NextGen Foods, we believe that there must be a better way to, to have those great food experiences without involving animal farming. 
Um, animal farming has been the technology used by us humans over the last 3,000 years to produce meat. What we love about meat is the fact that it tastes good, has a good texture, and can be prepared in many different ways. And obviously the nutritional values and all that. And we like all that despite the fact that it comes from slaughtered animals and in a highly inefficient value chain. It's not because of that, right? So we, we cannot accept the fact that to have a great food experience, to have a great meat experience as food, we need to have the same technology that we're using for 3,000 years. That to us seems a bit weird. And we set ourselves an action to really produce delicious food products, meat and plant-based food products that will make consumers forget why animals were ever used for food. This is what we set ourselves to do. And as you mentioned, Tingo is our first brand within Action Foods. It's a chicken made of plants. Basically, it delivers all the great things about a chicken experience, namely the fibers, the taste, the smell as well as the versatility. And then chefs can cook delicious dishes, just like what they would with chicken, using plants directly. And that's what Tindo is all about. It's about great experience prepared by chefs that you can enjoy with your friends and your loved ones around the table without all the harms that animal farms are doing to, to the planet in a highly inefficient way. Would you please say a few words about your global ambition and your go-to-market? Of course. Um, we have, since the beginning designed the company to be as capital efficient as, as we could potentially think of based on our own experiences. Uh, both myself and Timo coming from a background of running businesses that are brick and mortar, in his case, like me with two factories, in my case, running distribution factories and all that. So that process, we have learned where the our view is the value that we want to work with and where we can actually add a lot of value. And what are the things that we actually have to work with partners and that, you know, people can do that better than us. And uh, eventually we could do better and scale faster and grow faster, depending on, on what we focus our efforts on. And as such, uh, there was another component as well to this is that we started the company in the middle of the highest uh, level of crisis for COVID. We're literally locked down in our own apartments when we started the company and we had to, to go ahead and build a business so our business became um, completely digital we do not touch the product physically at any moment in time it's completely digital it's a tech company it's not a food company we only touch the product while we're doing r&d and developing the ingredients the recipes the processes but everything after that is digital it's really a tech company and as such what happens is that we can scale globally pretty quickly as long as our capacity that we work with our partners is already set and enough and we have the right supply in place and we have the right partners in each one of the markets we can actually expand quickly around the globe uh, just like a tech company does in our case, uh, we're starting here in Singapore. The consumer launch happens next week on Thursday, 18th March, with 11 restaurant brand partners. They are showcasing the versatility of the product across different cuisines. And right after that, we start our international expansion route. So within 2021, we're already planning the next moves into further APEC cities. And we're also getting ourselves prepared for the expansion into one of what we call main markets, uh, which we call main markets will be U.S., Europe, China, or Brazil. And we're already even doing some hiring movements in the U.S. right now to understand how to enter that market. Great. Thank you, Andre. So, uh, Tindall and uh, NextGen, you have, uh, guys, a very strong company purpose. Would you elaborate please, a bit regarding your company culture? How did you define it? What are the main characteristics, I would say, of your company culture? Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, it's um, it's at this stage. This is something that we're building. I mean, it's how we all can operate uh, together every day. And in our case, I guess we're pretty 
we're pretty bold, ambitious, uh, dynamic, and that's reflecting as a team. And that is also how the company culture is being built. So we do not take paradigms as, as rules. Uh, we, we challenge, we try to do things in a better way. Beyond the way that we try to, to provide a better meat uh, experience without having the animals. Beyond the way that we do our international expansions, how we engage with our partners, how do we do um, our own internal interactions. Every single thing we do, we're bold, we're ambitious, we're open. Uh, yes, there's a lot of, of hard work. We, we are also motivated by being happy and following a very honest purpose and vision. So we keep our own drive in the company driven by the purpose and the mission that we do. And obviously, we're all very happy having a lot of fun. That's basically what we, what we do best and why we have hard work. Perfect. And uh, last question of my son, Andre, regarding the fundraising. You announced a few weeks ago that you closed the largest seed round in your industry with a 10 million U.S. seed round lead by uh, Temazek. Could you share with the audience and the youngest entrepreneurs some tips regarding uh, fundraising? What What is your kind of secret sauce to reach this milestone? Um, I mean, the, no silver bullets overall. But I think one thing that's important to emphasize is that you need to understand what investors are looking for. And investors, because we have business experience and also investment experience, we're able to design a business that makes sense. So as an investor, typically you're not using only looking for a good technology. You're not only looking for a good product. You're not only looking for a good team. You're not only looking for a good business model. It's the combination of all that. And I guess that fundamental understanding of uh, how do you put everything together, that's one huge pillar. And another one is also how do you communicate? How do you get your message through? How do you um, connect with your audience, in this case, investors? How do you give them the comfort that by backing you up, they will have high chances of achieving their own objectives? That's how it's kind of natural. It's the only way we see that works. But basically understanding what your audience is in whatever whatever you're doing. But in case of investors, you need to understand what they're looking for and make sure that you're not only being fixated about your tech, not only being fixated about product, but the whole overall business model and how all of those elements are transformed into a business with clear growth path, you know, how to scale it up, what's the team like, how do you fund it, how do you make profit, and, and how do you expand. Uh, I guess those things are, as an investor in my previous life as well, those were the things that I would look for. Thanks a lot, Andre, for taking the time to share your great experience uh, with the youngest uh, entrepreneurs in the region. Um, and congrats for the promising start of, uh, of NextGen uh, in the region. And Hopefully, in a few months, we can do another podcast together to discuss some other aspect of your business, like the brand creation, because you have a very, very strong and unique brand play. And I believe it will also be very interesting for the audience. Uh, thank you sure. so much, Andre. Uh, can't wait to test your product uh, next week in Singapore in the best restaurant in town. Go Tindall. Bye-bye. Have a good day, thank guys. Thank you so much, Olivier.